Hello, Father. Hello, Son. Smiling slightly when he realized he was now looking up at Michael Jr., who had shot off a few inches. How is everyone? They're fine. Danny's as smart as ever. Mary's becoming quite a young lady. And Patrick is a, as energetic as always. How's Mom? She's okay. She's had a rough time. She missed you very much. I know, Michael Jr. said, shaking his head in sorrow. How's Raven doing? She's fine. She had a baby boy and named it Boston. Is it? Yes, it is, Michael said, not waiting for Michael Jr. to complete his sentence. I need to go see her in the baby first, and then I will come home. All right, Michael said, although he knew Michael Jr.'s mother would be upset. He was proud of his son's decision. As they parted and Michael Jr. walked away, Michael realized that a young man was walking away and that the boy he had been had been left behind in the battlefields of Cold Harbor in Petersburg. Michael didn't say anything when he came home that evening and Michael Jr. had not arrived yet. Katie was looking out the window at the street below when she saw a young soldier walking toward the tenement. She blinked her eyes twice and rubbed them, not believing what she saw. She put her needlework down and she ran down the stairs as quickly as she could, ignoring Danny who was coming up the stairs. Where are you going? His words were just noise to his mother's ears. Her first baby had finally come home. Hello, mother. She didn't say anything. She just hugged him and cried. Michael Jr. noticed right away how thin his mother had gotten. She also looked older and more worn out than he remembered. What scared him more was the coughing. He heard that rasping cough before in the battlefield hospital, and the results were really good. You need to see a doctor, Mom. Oh, calm yourself, just like your father. It's just a little cough. She looked up at him and patted his cheek. She was surprised, although not totally happy with his mustache and beard. Michael would later tease him that it was just a practice beard. Danny entered the apartment. Where's Mom going in such a hurry? She didn't even say anything. Your brother's home. Michael's home, exclaimed Patrick and Mary. When? Why didn't you tell us? I wanted it to be a surprise to your mother. Danny was about to ask questions when Michael Jr. walked in the door, and for a second, everything stopped. Then the tenement burst into cacophony of noise as a series of questions were thrown at Michael Jr., along with hugs and friendly punches. Hey, hold on, you three. Let your brother breathe. It's okay. I love it. Katie stirred the soup and started laying it up into bowls. You must be hungry. Let everyone sit down and have some supper. They all sat down, and for the first time in a long time, when Michael said grace, they all felt the true meaning of it. How did it happen, said Patrick, his mouth still partly filled with food. Yeah. How? piped up Mary. It happened so fast. I was walking down the street, and two men grabbed me, and the next thing I knew, I was on the train. 
There's nothing you could have done with Father, so stop blaming yourself. Michael looked up from eating to see his eldest son looking at him. He started, how, how, because I'm your son and I know how you think. Michael smiled sadly. I know you're right, but I kept thinking about what if. Hey mom, if Michael and father are going to have a what if contest, can I have Michael's second bowl of soup? Patrick said with a large smile on his face, holding up his bowl. Danny laughed. Yeah, I'll take father's. They all laughed, breaking the tension in the room. Well, son, I think we better get our share of soup before your brother steal it from us. Yeah, Michael Jr. said, playfully punching Danny on the shoulder. He was sitting next to him. Ouch, Danny said, rubbing his shoulder. Michael Jr. started to get up to get seconds when he felt his mother's hand on his arms. No, you stay seated. I've waited over a year to serve you dinner. Now let me enjoy it. Michael Jr. sat back down in his chair. Yes, Mother. They talked late into the night, falling going to bed when they couldn't keep their eyes open. Michael Jr. stayed around home for a couple of days, only going out to the market or to visit Raven. After about a week, Michael woke up to see his oldest going out the door. He got out of bed. Where are you going? I'm going to see Hans to see if I can get my job back. If I'm going to take her a Boston Raven, I need to earn money. All right, son. Good luck. Thanks. Michael stood at the window and watched as Michael Jr. walked down the street. Where is he going, said the sleepy Katie, to see if he can get his job back at Hans. Do you think he should? Maybe it's too soon. Yes, I do. He's no longer a boy, and he needs to do what he thinks is right. He heard Katie sigh, but she didn't say anything, so he continued to stare out a window. After a moment, he left and headed down to the dock for work. Luckily, Michael Jr. was able to get his job back with Hans. They all laughed when he described how Hans hugged him so tightly they had trouble breathing. Yeah, he kept talking so fast, he kept going from English to German and back. I couldn't understand a word he was saying. How much time does he need you for? He wants me to work full time. Do you think that's wise? Maybe you should start more slowly. No, I need to work full time. Why? Michael Jr. turned and looked at his mother. Because I need to earn enough money to support my son Boston and his mother. You don't know. <clears throat> yes, I do, Michael Jr. said with no doubt in his voice, still looking at his mother. He turned away and then started to eat again. The room had gone silent. Katie started to say something but stopped himself. <coughs> the awkward silence was broken by Mary, who started talking about the market gossip she had heard.